everyone, welcome back. My name is Lynn Wilson, and welcome to Hope for Today in 2022. Happy New Year. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you are not having a snowy day. We are having some snow as I look at the window on either side of me. We're having some snow, not too much of an accumulation just yet, but you know, you're kind of holding off to see what happens. You're supposed to get snow the rest of the week, but you know what? Snow is fresh, it's clean. When we see snow falling, we get excited. We don't like the aftermath, you know, all the, the plowing and the ice and the muck that we have to walk through. But when we first see that snowfall, isn't it just like, you get like a kid inside. Not that we're all gonna go sledding or anything like that, but you know, it's just kind of something, something really special and precious about fresh fallen snow. So, how are you doing? You doing okay? So what are your plans for 2022? You know, a lot of times we end the year and you'll say, how was your year last year? Oh, it was a great success. Or, you know, uh, you, you start something new. Oh, it's gonna be successful. Oh, I can feel success in my bones. Or, you know, how did you do with that project? Oh, it was a huge success. And we have these different phrases for success that we talk about. Last year, my theme for 2021 was, for my own personal theme, was get it done in 21. And I had a laundry list of things that I wanted to get it done in 21. Some of the things were spot on, some of the things were done, but differently. And some of the things weren't done, but there was a reason why. Does that make sense? So with the Lord's leading, I got it done in 21, and I can say it was a success. The way I define success, and maybe the way it was, you know, you kind of weigh it out, but in the Lord's eyes, I feel like everything he asked me to do, I got it done, and I got it done in 21. Now we're moving into 2022, and I have a question for you. How are you going to get through 22. How are you going to set yourself up for success? We want to start this year off. We have fresh fallen snow, at least in our area. We want to be successful. We want to be joyful. We want to be full of hope. We just want to, you know, we want to do it right. We want to end our year successful. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to read a long passage. I normally only read like a verse or two here and there, but I really feel that we need to read this full passage. We're going to be going through it over the next few weeks and different aspects of it, but I really wanted to read this to you. So grab your coffee, grab your tea, pause this if you need to, grab a bottle of water, put your cozy blanket across your lap, and just sit and listen to God's word. So we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Let love and faithfulness, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. 
This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline, and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Blessed is the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, and in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Those who lay hold of her will be blessed. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundations. By understanding, he set the heavens in place. By his knowledge, the depths were divided, and the clouds let drop the dew. My son, preserve sound judgment and discernment. Do not let them out of your sight. They will be life for you, an ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster or the ruin that takes the wicked. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being snared. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is your, in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, come back later. I'll give it to you tomorrow when you now have it with you. Do not plot harm against your neighbor who lives trustfully near you. Do not accuse a man for no reason when he has done you no harm. Do not envy a violent man or choose any of his ways. For the Lord detests a perverse man and takes the upright into his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, and he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks proud mockers and gives grace to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools he holds up to shame. I know that was a long passage. It was. If you have time, I trust that you will go back and just read Proverbs 3 for yourself and just see what the Lord has in there. We need to dissect that a little bit more. There's a lot, a lot of great information in that chapter in the Bible. Now, success can mean very different things to both you and me. What I would consider successful, you might go, really? I, I, I wouldn't think that. Whatever we tend to do, I would say probably we would be in agreement that we'd, you know, we all want to do things with success. If you start a new project, you want to be successful at it. If you start a new class, you go back to school, you want to be a success. If you are building something, you know, with your hands or you're, you're baking or you're cooking, you want that meal to come out successfully. When you start a new job, you want to be able to prove to them that you are a success. When you end a career or you end something, you want to look back and say, I was successful. That's very important to us as a human being. Success is something that people fight for. 
Success is something that people steal from one another in terms of, I don't want you to be successful. I want to be the one successful. So in I've had this in my past careers that people will, you know, rise above and push you aside so they can be the success. But, you know, if we go back to Proverbs 3, everything we need for success is in that chapter. We don't need anyone else. We don't need anything. We don't need anyone. The only thing that we need is the Lord Jesus Christ. He has built us for success. Have you ever thought of that? We were created in the image of God. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. When you think about what the Bible talks about, how he created a child, he knows every single hair. If I, you know, if some of you maybe, you know, a little sparse on the top or whatever, but if you were really, I couldn't even count how many hairs are on my head. I couldn't count them. He knows every hair, every hair that falls out when I brush it in the morning. If you're a parent or maybe you're a guardian of some type or, you know, whatever, something along that line, you know how much you would do anything for your kids. I would. My kids, my three kids, they know if they call their mama, they're going to get results. They're going to get success. Their mama is there to create success in their life. However, I can do that. I love my kids. I love my kids so much. I don't think there's anything I wouldn't do for all three of my kids. At a, at a drop of a hat, my kids call, I'm there. What do you need? I will drop everything that I'm doing. Now, I know there are parents, and I know some that couldn't wait to their kids leave the house and can't stand their kids, and their kids are a pain, and I'm not like that. I have been blessed with three great children. Are they perfect? No. Do they disappoint sometimes? Yes. Do they not always agree with me? Yes. Are there things that they chose to do or a direction to go in that maybe I wouldn't have chosen? Yes. But my job was to create in them how to be a success. But now that they're adults, I have to trust that they're going by God's leading in their own life. And I'm a human being, so I can only see so far. You know, my line of success is here, but God's is I can't even see it. You can't see my hand right now, right? That's where God's success is for us. It's beyond. It's beyond what we can even imagine. But I have to trust that in all my kids' ways, they are acknowledging him and asking the Lord to direct them. How do you plan to start your new year of 2022 off? Now, I'm sure as you're sitting there, you're shaking your head. Lynn, you have no idea what I've been through. Lynn, you have no idea. Have you seen the news, Lynn? Lynn, Lynn, come on. Listen, have you, have you, you know, do you read the headlines? Do you, well, let me stop you right there. Okay. I know the end of the story. I don't know about you. I know what the end of the story is. How many of us like to read a book and you go to the last chapter and you skim it and then you go back to the beginning? You want to see if it's worth reading? Well, I know the end of the story. How about you? Do you even know what I'm referring to? If you don't know what I'm referring to, you need to make a phone call today and you need to call America's Keswick and say, what's the end of the story that Lynn's talking about? What's the end of the book? What's the last chapter talk about? If you don't want to make a phone call, you can read John 3.16. John is in the New Testament. Go to chapter 3, scroll down to verse 16 and read that and do what it says. And then after you've read that, you can go to the end of the book, which is the book of Revelation. And you're going to read some story. Let me tell you, 
if we know what the end of the story is, we should not be fearful. We should be going into this year and wanting to be successful. None of us know how many days left we have on this earth. Many of you might be much older and thought, there's no way I'd ever make it to 2022. And yet you're still here. Why? Because God is not done making you a success. I think success in the eyes of the world is, you know, money, fame, fortune, big house, nice fancy cars, nice vacations. Oh, he must be successful. He does this, that, and the next thing. Oh, she must be successful. Have you seen the car she drives? Oh, they're successful. Have you seen the vacations they go on? I'm sure they're successful. The clothes they wear, they must have some bank account. That's in the eyes of the world. But we do that to each other as Christians. We look at those things in terms of success. If you go back to chapter 3 in Proverbs, none of that's mentioned in there. Faithfulness is mentioned. F being fearful of the Lord. Wisdom. It talks about having long life. And it goes on and on and on about things that we should be striving for and working towards. The longer we are a believer, the more we should be striving to be more like Christ. I did a seminar. I don't know if I did a podcast. I might have. I think I did when I first started. But I've done some seminars called, Are You Old and Rusty? Now, you could be old at 10. You could be old at 30. You could be old at 90. And I don't mean by the number, but I mean inside. You know, your heart is just old and rusty and ah. I, I remember a, a member of my family when, when I was growing up as a kid and it was somebody older in the family and you'd say, you know, so-and-so, what about this in the Bible? Eh. What about that? Eh. And they claim to be a Christian. What's eh mean? How encouraging is that? I still remember that as a kid and I used to think, what's wrong with them? Why is eh? What does that mean? We shouldn't be like that. Strive for success this year, whatever success is. Now, your success is not my success. My journey is not your journey. God has this us on different journeys. I don't know who you're married to. I don't know what kind of children you have. Maybe you're not married. Maybe you've never had kids. Maybe you've had a career. Maybe you've only had a job. You know, in your mind, it's only been a job. I've never had a career. I don't know what path God has brought you down, but maybe the path you're on is not the one he wanted you to go on and you made a detour. Maybe you need to get things right in 2022. You know, we want to get through 2022 successfully. How are you going to get through it if you don't have the Lord? How are you going to get through it if you're always going this way and the Lord's saying, it's over there. And you're like, yeah, but I like this. No, no, no. Over there. See that right there? This is where I need you to be, Lynn Wilson. How many times have we heard that clearly and still went the other way? I can tell you times I did that, and I can tell you times I knew. I knew that I knew that I knew. It wasn't like I can say, oh, well, I misunderstood you. No, I knew what I was doing, and I ended up paying for it. And, you know, then you do it again. It's like, how stupid are we that how many times do we have to do something before the Lord, you know, how many times do you have to smack you upside the head and say, oh, are you going to listen to me? I am trying to help you. I love you. Just as my, I love my kids, my heavenly father loves me so much more than I could ever love my kids and has a great plan for me if I would just stick with him and follow his direction. 
So the best thing you can do this year to get through this year and to be a success is to honor God in everything that you do. I have a, a different platform that I speak on occasionally, and I was talking to that group of people and telling them I really feel God has spoken to me this year that I need to honor him in all that I do. Now, I can't say that I didn't honor him last year or the year before, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I don't know that I would say that. I mean, I'm sure there were times I didn't, but for some reason this year in particular, I, I just feel that the Lord pressing that on, on my heart to honor him. I think some of the things that have happened over the last two years of my own life, I've slowed down a lot. Um, some things I was forced to slow down in, other things I've chosen to slow down in. And in doing so, I, I think I've kind of, ch I've changed. I'm a different person than I was two or three years ago. Not that that person was bad. It was I was just in a different journey and a different path. But I could see how God has changed and mo moved me and molded me in another direction. I think that's a good thing. But I think we need to keep our eyes open. And the Lord has stressed to me to honor him. So here's three things that the Lord has really instilled in me. Now, a lot of people, and you, you raise your hand, you know, pick a word for the year. How many of you have picked a word? Some people have never done this. I don't think, I think in the last 10 years, this has become like a big deal. People put it on Facebook and Instagram and you just hear people chatting about it at church. Oh, my word this year is. So I, I spoke to a group of people outside of, it, of my circle here and some of the words that I got, one word was challenge. Another word was compassion. Another word was simplicity. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that, don't come across my mind right now. So there's been people that have had words and and uh, I like listening to people's words and I like to find out why, like what, why did you pick that word? You know, I think that's quite interesting. So I not only have a word for myself this year, but I have a theme and I have a verse. I'm gonna share those with you. Now these are personal. So I'm kind of opening up to you guys and letting you know what's been laid on my heart by the Lord. This is a very personal thing between me and the Lord. So there's no judgment here because these are my words, my themes, and my verse. But how about you? Did God lay a word on your heart, a verse on your heart, and a theme on your heart? No judgment on my end. If this is what God is telling you, I'm going to tell you to go for it. You got to get through 22 by honoring God by what he's telling you so you too can be a success. Whatever that word means for you this year, I don't know. God wants you to be successful. Ultimately, we want to honor him in everything we do. And if we honor the Lord, how could we not be a success? So here is my verse for the year. Now, this is for me. This is my verse. So don't take this as this is the verse you need to do. You have to pick your own. But mine is Proverbs 14.1, a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman tears it down. That's the verse that God has laid on my heart. I want to build a home this year and not just build a house. What do you mean? Build a home, not a house. Don't you have a home? I'll explain that at a later date. So stay tuned for some up and coming podcasts. My word for the year 
is rebuilding. My word is to rebuild. Rebuild what? I'm not quite sure. Some of the things I know, and I, and I have 12 things that God has told me to rebuild. You want to know what they are? You got to come back to another podcast, and we're going to go over those things. And we're going to use Proverbs 3 to coincide with the 12 things that God has laid in my heart to rebuild. So you have my verse, a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman tears it down. My theme for this year is I want to build a home and not just a house. And my word is rebuilding. So I want you to go and do some homework this week. You have three things and I want to hear from you guys. I want to comment in the, in the notes below. My email is in the description. If you don't feel comfortable leaving a comment, you want to email me. I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what is your, your verse for the year? What is your theme for the year? And what is your word for the year? I would love to hear from you. No judgment here. I just want to hear from you because when I hear from you, believe it or not, it encourages me a whole lot. Many of you I get to see in person and I love seeing you in person and I love all the feedback and it's so great. Thank you so much for all the support and the love and the encouragement that you shared all of last year throughout the whole podcast. Let's do it together. Let's not be like, this is Lynn's and this is yours. Let's do this as a team. We're a body of believers. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. We should be lifting each other up, encouraging each other and saying, you know what? I love that verse that you chose. I love that word you chose. I cannot wait to see how God uses that in your life this year. So your homework is your verse, your theme, and your verse, your theme, and your word. And then don't forget to skim through Proverbs chapter three, and you can go all the way through those verses, even if you only get two or three done this week and kind of make it a goal that maybe by the end of the month or read a verse a day. There you go. Read a verse a day. How many verses? There are 35 verses. So pick a couple of days where you do one or two extra verses. And by the end of the month, you've been through Proverbs chapter three. It's a great verse, a great passage, a great chapter. And it'll be a great way to start January and start fresh like that new fallen snow outside. It's white. It's clean. We got a clean slate this year. We can start fresh anew and we can honor the Lord. I'll catch you all next week on the next podcast.